I invite you to stand as you are able as we honor God by standing. That's, that's the reason we ask you to do that. There are four accounts of Jesus' life. We are in the Gospel of John tonight. And John has just, just described the scene. It's, it's a holiday. So when, you're, when you have a holiday, what, you gather with family and friends. That's what Jesus is doing. He and the 12 closest to him, they're in an upper room. They're sharing a meal. He institutes Lord's Supper. Then he does something wild. He strips off his outer robe. He's just in his undergarments. And then he gently, lovingly, he comes to each of the disciples. And he does something that's only reserved for the lowest slave. He washes their feet. And after that, he has something powerful that he shares with them. I, I need you to hear this. When Judas had gone out, and that's to betray him, Jesus said, Now the Son of Man has been glorified, and God has been glorified in him. If God has been glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and will glorify him at once. Little children, I am with you only a little longer. You will look for me. And as I said to the Jews, so now I say to you, where I am going, you cannot come. So I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. This is the gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Love one another, just as I have loved you. been pondering this. So Jesus was with his disciples for three years. He called them uh, against all the odds. These are rejects. These are people that no one else really respected. They were ones that just had to go back to their father's trades, and, and, but they followed him at once, immediately. And they'd seen miracles. They'd heard about God's kingdom. It, it, it had been incredible what they had seen. They'd even seen him raise people from the dead, a little girl and one of his best friends, Lazarus. But he kept saying something troubling, something they couldn't quite understand because they knew without a shadow of the doubt he was the Messiah, he's the Savior, he's the one that had been promised by prophet after prophet after prophet. And they knew that now this is the Messiah. This is the one that would lead them out of the oppression that had been going on. They had been conquered by the Roman Empire. They knew there was a brighter future ahead. And they knew he was the key to it. Now they've come to the capital, Jerusalem, and they've done so in such a wild way. As the prophets had foretold, Jesus rode in on a donkey and the foal of a donkey. And people just... Less than a week before, they'd been shouting at the top of their lungs, Hosanna! Hosanna! They'd been praising him. And now it's the Passover. And they're celebrating this holiday together. And they know it, the best is yet to come. But now he does something really, really perplexing. He strips off his outer robe now I saw a rendition of this. And as soon as I saw Jesus like this, all I could think of is what he looked like when he's on the cross. 
You just see him in his undergarments, and he's hanging there. And that's the only picture I could have when I've actually seen this um, in the movies. And he does this, and, and can you imagine? that They've seen some crazy things for three years. But now they're like, what, what, what's our master doing? What, what, what's he going to do now? And he does something that is, it, it's shocking. He washes their feet. Now, in people in Jesus' day, they didn't have showers. They didn't get to take baths. They didn't have a lot of fresh water. So baths were not only something that were incredibly rare, but to take an actual bath, to be made clean, to wash yourself, was something that happened every maybe once a year or longer, they think. And so they would do these ritual cleanings. They would sometimes wash their heads. Sometimes they would even anoint their heads. They would put oil on as you would with kings. It was a religious thing. It was a deeply spiritual thing. And also when you welcomed someone into your home, you would take your, your lowest servant, a slave, and that slave, because no one else wanted to do this, because remember, they didn't bathe for a long time, and they didn't have cars, and they didn't have air conditioning, and they didn't have deodorant. Yeah. And they would wash their feet. It was the ultimate hospitality. And that's what he does. He washes their feet. Now, in this season of Lent, in this 40 days before, before Good Friday and Easter, we've been in a Marked by the Cross series. And tonight, he has this strange thing. He says, love one another. Now, I've asked many of you, we handed out nails on Ash Wednesday almost six weeks ago. I've asked you to carry that with you. If you're new here, we'd love for you to just pick one up on the way out because it, we've, been, we've been asking each other to, to see how we're marked by those nails, how Jesus marks us. And I, I think tonight we're marked, in a specific way, we're marked to love. On holidays and the, the most special moments, who do you want to be with? If you knew that you had, <laughs> hey buddy, I would want you to be with me. You know that, right? This is my little boy, Kieran. Um, if you had less than 24 hours to live and you knew it, who would you want to spend time with? What would you do? What would you say? None of us knows when our last breath will be taken. We don't. I had the gift of doing a funeral for a man who was 105 years old, and his older sister was there. She was surviving him. I think she was 107. The second funeral I ever did were stillborn twins that never got to live, never got to really take that breath. Some have long lives. Others don't get that chance. We don't know how much longer we have. But Jesus did. He knew. And how he spends his last moments with these men that he loved reveals so much, and I think marks us. So these men, he comes to them, and now he knows the next day, can you go, can you go over by Mommy and Gaga? Oh, okay, why don't you sit here then with your lizards? Thanks, buddy. 
So Jesus chooses to spend his last moments with these men that he just, he, he just loves. And he chooses to do this revolutionary thing, this, this thing that's so shocking. He, he washes their feet. And it comes to that, I, I can't imagine this, he comes to that first pair of feet and he's washing them. And Jesus knows the, the, the cross is next. As he washes those feet, he, it's almost like, can you, can you imagine it? He's, he's thinking, these feet, they're going to take this man that's been following me to somewhere far away from here as soon as those soldiers show up. And he still washes them. He still loves them. And he comes to the next set of feet and he washes them, realizing those feet are also going to run away. And he comes to the next pair of feet. And as he washes the dirt off, he, he realizes, this man, no, this man, this, these feet are taking him right after this to those soldiers. And he's going to come back and kiss me, and betray me. And he still washes his feet down the line until he comes to his best friend. And he washes Peter's feet. And that those feet will take him to a courtyard in a few hours. And as Peter watches Jesus being beaten, and as that trial continues, those feet will take him to uh, huddled around a fire. And then he'll deny him once, not once, not twice, but three times. And what does he do? He washes his feet. All 12 pairs. Love. I give you a new commandment. Love one another. Now, did you know that we call it Monday Thursday? And I'm guessing not many of you know what that actually means. It's not Monday Thursday, by the way, just clarifying. Monday Thursday, which is from the Latin mandatum, which means command. I command you. I mandate you. Um, and, and it's like taking, he, he wants you to take a vow. Now, less than a week ago at Sanctuary Event Center, I got to, got to share some vows. And here's my family. We got to share vows together. And we chose this. We wrote our own vows, and Kayla shared her vows. I shared vows. And then we did it with our kids, too. And after everyone, we did something that it's, it's over our fireplace. I choose you, and I'll choose you over and over and over without pause, without a doubt, in a heartbeat, I'll keep choosing you. That's the mandate that we have together. We're family. And that means in the hard times, we're, we're coming back to this. In the beautiful times, we're going to celebrate that. In the meals, like the disciples shared with Jesus. That's our mandate. Jesus gives us a mandate. Yeah, that's ours, isn't it, buddy? That's what we shared, didn't we? Gives us a mandate. He says, love one another as I have loved you. Now, that's, that's the Monday part of that Thursday, but it, it's, it's a hard Thursday. So I want you to look at your feet right now. Can you? You can do it. Look at those feet. Your feet, I'll bet, just like mine, they've taken you to places you, maybe you, you wish they hadn't. Maybe you've, 
gone to those huge celebrations, I, I still think about the circle of my family doing our mandate, doing our vows, the circle of our feet together as we shared them. But my feet have also taken me to places I'm embarrassed about, I, I wouldn't want you to know about, but God knows. You know, my feet have taken me to places when I have, I've denied God, like Peter. I've run away from God when I knew I, I should follow him, but it was scary. And yeah, I've, I've betrayed him too, because it's easier to say, I, I want this God. These feet, unfortunately, have taken me to places I, I wish they hadn't. Yours have too. And God knows. And God still chooses to love you. God still chooses and chose to take that cross because he loves you that much. And what we celebrate tonight is that God comes to us and lovingly says, I am ready to do everything on that cross for you. There's no place you can go that will make me love you less. You know what God says? His mandate, his command that he asks from us, he's saying, I choose you. And I'll choose you over and over and over again. Without a doubt, in a heartbeat, God says, I'll keep on choosing you. And so he did on the cross. And how that reshapes us, that marks us. Because what he did on that cross reminds us and, and forces us to confront that there is nothing, there's nothing that can separate us from that kind of wild, radical, crazy love that God has for us. So much that he'll demean himself just to be with you. He will sacrifice everything just to be with you because he chooses you. And so this week, I, I pray that it's going to be a holy one. I pray it's going to be a special one. It's one that's going to mark you, I, I hope, forever. It's a mandate God has for you. That he loves you, no matter what. And so maybe as we go out from here, I pray, because you're marked that way, you can start to look at others and realize God loves them that much. Now, I love this picture of my family. They're the people that I love the most. But that's not the barometer that God has for us. When I look at that, I'm like, that's easy to love people that love you back, that, that are with you, that are choosing to share life with you. No, I, I want your barometer to be something different. I want your barometer love like this. Love in a sacrificial way for people that betray you. For people that maybe deny they know you. People that abandon you. People that, yes, maybe you feel like they have done you the worst harm. Love them. And by that, people will know that you are followers of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for that mandate you gave to your disciples. It was one of unconditional love, of grace. They didn't deserve it. Their feet were going to carry them to places that maybe would haunt them the rest of their lives. And yet you still washed those feet. You still loved them. You still took the cross for them. And you do the same 
for us. Thank you for that gift. Help it to mark us. Help it to reshape us. As we go out from here, help us to love others as you did, to see them as you do, of value, of worth, that if you took the cross for them, that we can make sacrifices for others. We can walk alongside others that are in pain. We can forgive others, and we can point them to that amazing grace you have for them as well. And all God's people said, Amen.